When you're a dog owner, you want to do everything to give them a long, happy, and healthy life. My dog, Uno, is 10, and he's part of the family, and 10 years is old for a German Shepherd, but he acts like a puppy now. Rough Greens has given him back the vitality he had as a puppy. He used to be the pickiest eater. Now he scarfs his food down. He has so much energy. He is habit. Tanya and I, honestly, this Saturday, we're talking about him. We were watching him. He is wagging his tail all the time. He is so happy now. It's great to see. A big part of that is Rough Greens. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Get a free bag just for your dog to try out. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement you put on your dog's food, and it changes them. It is full of everything that they need. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com slash back. All right. Jason Buttrell is coming in with oh, some more bad news about war someplace, I'm sure of that. America, you know, I know it's Monday, but let's just get this out of the way on Monday and then we can enjoy the rest of the week. Uh, there is potential trouble in Iran. Uh, they are not going to agree to any deal that that doesn't improve the Obama era pact. So they're looking at Joe Biden going, no, we're not going to just take that back. We want something better than that. Then you have China flying uh, miss or flying uh, planes into Taiwan's airspace, <clears throat> and they're saying now that we're thinking we just might reclaim that land any day now. Plus, they're also uh, jamming our satellites and attacking our satellites. Russia's also attacking our satellites, and they've also decided. I think it's a good time of year to take Ukraine. A big battle in Ukraine with Russia is coming. What are we going to do about it? Because I can't believe that the dictators aren't thinking what all of us are thinking. This president's not going to do anything about it. He's weak and the country is weak. This is the time where I said the whole world will look at the United States of America at a weak point and go, now, go, 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 go. That's what's coming. Our expert in foreign affairs and head writer, Jason Buttrill, is coming up in 60 seconds. If you're among the majority of people who use the same password on multiple accounts, okay, all right. Yes, that's what I do. But I can't remember all of those. I mean, it's just so frustrating. You can't remember any of them. Anyway, don't tell anybody. Mine is ABC123 exclamation point. 
<laughs> That's tricky. It's the exclamation yeah. point that gets them every time. Get that. Yeah. Sometimes I put two of them. Uh, cyber criminal finds your username and password that you're so find, uh, fond of. If they find it, everything is theirs. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft is affecting our lives every day. We put information at risk on the Internet. And in an instant, a cyber criminal can steal what's yours, sometimes harm your finances, your credit, and most importantly, your reputation. That's why LifeLock exists. They detect a wide range of identity threats. Nobody can stop everything. But they're looking for your social security number for sale on the dark web. They're looking for all kinds of things that pieces will go up for sale on the dark web. And once somebody buys all of those pieces, you're toast. And if you have been compromised, they will send you an alert and they have a team to work with you to fix it. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK, 25% off now, lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code BECK. Jason Buttrill is uh, with us now. Hello, Jason. Hello. How are you, sir? Uh, well, you know, I was fine until uh, you kind of read off that little list of everything going on in the world. <laughs> oh, is that what... Yeah, I mean, I was good until then, but aren't you glad that the grown-ups are not at the table? Oh, I, I am. am. Great. I am. It's <laughs> really good. Awesome. Boy, we're being taken seriously around the world now. <laughs> yes, and you know, every time I think that I'm done looking at Ukraine, they just pull me right back in. <laughs> I just get pulled right back in. <laughs> it's like Godfather 3. <laughs> oh, I was just about out, and they pulled me back in. This is interesting. So this came out, I think it was in the New York Times, uh, that U.S. intelligence has now said that 170,000 Russian troops, yes, they'll be involved in an invasion. They're saying as early as 2022, that's in a few months, anytime in a few months. <laughs> so like basically tomorrow, yeah. they're saying this could happen. And it's a big deal. And normally I would think, eh, you know, I, I don't think Putin would pull that trigger. Oh, yeah, he is. I, I think he's definitely at that point. Of course he will. And you, you, you can't blame him. You look at the things that, I mean... I never would have thought Afghanistan would happen. It did happen. And normally I'd give our leaders the benefit of the doubt on, well, something must have happened. No, no, no. I, I think that they're just actually incompetent. And I also think that they don't care because I think yeah. they want America to return to that mediocre, less than mediocre status. I, th I think that's what they are. Oh, by I the way, by the way, this portion of the program brought to you by the Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt. <laughs> Let's Go Brandon, available now at shop.theblaze.com. Or the actual address, shop.blazemedia.com, where or, you can use the code or, GLEN20 for 20% off. Or, or Walmart dot com no. i'm sure they've got something too. i don't I'm, think so no no, no uh, i don't think so all right shop what is it shop dot the blaze no 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 shop shop dot dot blaze media blaze media dot com and that's spelled d-o-t-c-o-m anyway jason go ahead <laughs> i need a promo code that's yeah, like, yeah. i need a personal code. um glenn 20 glenn 20 yeah um, you look at some of the things that they've done that have completely undermined our ability to just even keep stability without having to send armed forces. Things that we would not do if you were being serious. Things were done in the Trump administration, but he never got credit for. Like greenlighting the pipeline that would completely circumvent Ukraine, yep. Nord Stream 2. Yep. We were like, why is he doing this? Like, what is, is, is he working on some other kind of backroom deal? Like, like if Trump would have done this, they said, oh, you know, he's, he's working with, with the Russians. Working with the Russians. Putin's mm -hmm. bought him, you know. Yeah. But Biden did that, 
and it completely kind of gave up the Trump card that Ukraine had in some kind of stability. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing stopping Putin from just rolling straight through, if he wanted to, was he would be just as decimated as Ukraine would be, you know, economically. But now that's that's gone away. And all of these Eastern Bloc countries that were on the edge, uh, Poland, Transylvania, and others are they're all they're begging us they're all saying this is trouble this is trouble you can't let him take uh the ukraine please because he's threatening all of them yeah um the uh ukrainian defense minister this is how dire they see their situation right now just said uh i think yesterday that he wants u.s canadian and british troops not a chance an actual physical presence on the front line to deter what's about to happen so they, they, they see this. They see the writing of the wall. They see this is coming. Um, this it is, is coming, but we won't. We're not coming. So there's seventy thousand troops on the border right now. That's that's a, that's a conservative estimate. There could be as much as ninety thousand. That one hundred and seventy thousand troops, and just put these numbers into context. That's more than the entire United Kingdom military. Not just military, army, marines, whatever. The entire military. Wow. That's the type of numbers we're looking that's at. That's how weak. England is, and we haven't taken them yet. Right? We need to correct that. I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> it's, we could have it's that right for the, the taking. The queen would be ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I, I see this as similar to, if you want to look at this in context, uh, like a 2008 Georgia situation. Now, I think yep. that I think that Putin did that specifically because of Ukraine. What was going on in Ukraine? Mm-hmm. That's when you started seeing those color revolutions mm-hmm. popping up. They Which. George Soros and our State Department was part of. Right. Exactly. And mm-hmm. yeah, and was a part of through 2014. Yep. Um, but it was a direct message for him to say, look, if you think that you're going to take a country that we believe is ours, if you think NATO and the United States can protect you, they can't. What are they going to do? They've, they're trying to get in bed with Georgia. We'll just invade Georgia. They did it. We couldn't do a thing about it. It's exactly the same thing that's going to happen to Ukraine. Now is the time for him to deliver that message. If you believe anywhere in the world that a U.S. guarantee of security means anything at all. No. And think of that. Taiwan. Taiwan. Japan. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Any of these Eastern Bloc countries that we say, don't worry, we got you, bro. Let's see what they're going to do. Australia. Australia. If if they take Taiwan, everything is on the table. Everything is on the table. And I don't I, I mean, Mr. Neocon, Jason, I'm sure you want war all the time, but uh, I don't want to go into Ukraine. Uh, but I'm telling you, the result is going to be they're going to take Ukraine. They'll end up they'll just start moving forward because once you let Ukraine go, once you let Ukraine go, China will take Taiwan mm. because we're sending the signal United States is done. And and now you see one of the other tragedies of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We told them we'd be there for them. We'd protect the people that we said that we were going to protect. And instead said, the go- no, no, I mean, I'm not saying. And no, I don't want war. I, I don't want U.S. troops to no, go no. into Ukraine. We've but, gone. We've gone over and over on this. I want to stop being everywhere all the yeah, time. Absolutely. I want to be where we should be strategically with a very big stick and we're sitting back going, no, don't do that. Right. But there's, do that. there's things diplomatically that we can do to ensure that these things don't come to a head, that the administration is just bungling like Nord Stream 2. Why would you do that? Those are the things that ensure that our men and women don't have to go fight. Correct. Those types of things. But they're not doing them. They're going in the opposite direction. So it makes you wonder, I mean, are they that stupid? Probably yes. 
yes, 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 yes. But they also are that anti-American. Yeah. And that is the global agenda right now Mm -hmm. is to mediocre the entire world. We are too powerful. Our own countrymen don't like that. They want us to get they want us to take a few shots. They want us to step back more and more and more. Not in the way that like we want to step back and yeah. you know recede, but I want to step back without making the world more dangerous. Yeah. You know, and you can do that. You just have to realize it's been a hundred years in the making. It's going to take a few years and really good strategic planning to be able to back out. Yeah. And we need to be backing out, but not giving the world over to Russia and China. Right. Um, I love to put these things in the context of the adversary and to see, because like, I think a lot of people, and a lot of people are asking me on Twitter, what, what is the goal here? What, what, why is Russia doing this? And you, I mean, I've done a lot of research on Ukraine through the years for you. We did yeah. this, I think, in 2014-ish or something like yeah. that, talking about when Crimea was invaded. Right. And this is the national, this is the soul. This is the yeah. spiritual soul yep. of Russia. There would probably be no Russian nation without Ukraine. Yeah. That's how serious it is for them. And I think most Russians don't want a prolonged fight. But there was a very large nationalist, that, you know, nationalized, you know, population in russia mm-hmm. that they see that that's how they feel mm-hmm. and putin knows this and they always do this throughout the centuries they you know every leader knows how to turn up the dial on nationalism whether it's the orthodox church whether it's like ukraine belarus they know what to do the thing that's scary now is putin's hitting up all of them right now is he hitting up the orthodox church hitting up the orthodox church that's really dangerous um belarus which they believe is russia and ukraine which they believe is russia so they're turning those dials look so what's going to happen i think that's the big question right now what happens if they invade i see a couple of different outcomes now we could see exactly the same things we saw in, in crimea Basically, Russia was already there. So all they did was send in their little, you know, little green men. Yep. There was not much, not not much shots fired Mm -hmm. and they just took it. Right now, Russia already is involved in a hot war in eastern Ukraine. It's not reported anywhere, which is a tragedy. Ukrainians are dying probably daily. Nobody reports on it. And it's been going on since 2014. Mm -hmm. It's one of the sadder things in the world right now. It's one of the reasons why the guy from Gazprom was i mean when we when we looked at you know where not gazprom um the one that hunter biden was with oh burisma uh, yeah burisma one of the things that guy was doing was building an army for on the russian front if you will in ukraine he was using some of that money that that we gave to burisma uh it just suddenly disappeared and we had evidence that some of that money was going to fight that war. It's been going on and on and on and on. And we just can't, I guess we just can't decide which side we're on. Yeah. A, a billionaire governor that, that, that was absolutely yeah. insane. And yeah. you know, I mean, we were working with them, the people that are in the administration right now, Biden, the point man for Ukraine, they know I mean, Russia. I mean, Putin is a very vindictive guy, right? Mm-hmm. He wants revenge. He knows that those people in power were the ones that, facilitated the taking of Ukraine from him. Yeah. So now is the time if you want to do something. So what do you think that Biden is going to do? He's kind of backed himself into a corner on this. I mean, it really was. He had some leeway with the pipeline, doesn't have that anymore. So he has a call with Putin tomorrow. Um, They're supposed to call and discuss Ukraine. This is tomorrow. This is Tuesday. So everyone needs to watch this. what that's going to be like? No, no, we're doing. The la- <laughs> so embarrassing. I mean, it's so, so embarrassing. Here to talk about any of this stuff, you just feel like, as much as we don't like him and his for his policies, it's terrifying as a nation to have a guy at the wheel who's literally asleep. 
I mean, he's falling asleep in yeah. these meetings. At least you and know, there's some and, reporting on and that. And to be on the phone with 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 Putin. Putin is. I mean, he was playing three dimensional chess. He plays that kind of chess. Yeah, he, you know, in his sleep against someone who's sharp. He's yeah, difficult he's to defeat. Difficult. Here's a situation where you have someone who is as dull as dullards can be. But you know what? I would rather have Biden dealing with him than Kamala. Can you imagine yeah. Kamala Harris on the phone with oh Putin? This is just oh my gosh! This is terrible option versus terrible option. Would she just cackle and dance or something like <laughs> yeah. that when she got when she was like, "I don't know how to kill." But to answer your question, I think that uh, I think that he's going to be forced into big concessions on that call tomorrow. Mm. Um, that's and what. What are the concessions? I know that they don't want any kind of NATO involvement in Ukraine whatsoever. That's a big red line for him. He's going to have to back down, or hopefully he can convince the rest of NATO to back down. Well, if he backs down, if NATO decides to back down, does he still go in and take Ukraine? Yes, I believe he will anyway. Oh my gosh, I mean, they basically already control it. But the, 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 the final step will just be, and this I think the best case scenario is he just moves his troops into eastern Ukraine, formally annexes, and waits for his next, you know, move further into Ukraine. Yeah, all he has to do is really go and sow the seeds of chaos in Ukraine. I mean, that's that is the playbook of the former Soviet Union. And then he can just go in with his tanks and saying, I'm just repatriating and I'm just trying to keep the peace in Ukraine because it's yeah. so out of control. Right. Yeah. And, and I say best case scenario that that's only best case, not for Ukraine, but best case for the immediate, you know, no bloodshed scenario. Um, that that happens and it's it's like it's a Ukraine it's a Crimea part two so then let me take let me take you to the next uh, phase that happens first now let's go to China and Iran and we'll do that in 60 seconds this is this is the gift I recommend 100% this is so far beyond a paid commercial this is the one I want you to have under your tree if you have kids of any age or grandkids. It's the Tuttle Twins book. It will help mold them into responsible adults who understand our country, its history, the value of freedom, what freedom really means, and why the capitalist free market is the solution. They're never going to get any teaching like this again Unless it's at Hillsdale or at your home. It is the library of resources you can find at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. If you need a Christmas gift for kids or grandkids, this is a must under your tree. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Get 40% off for the holiday discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Jada. Jada. So let's say he goes in and uh, he just annexes Ukraine and we do nothing and NATO does nothing. What does that tell China? It tells them exactly what they learned from Afghanistan. That a U.S. guarantee means in them certain area means nothing. Threats mean nothing. Um, and the Taiwan thing is a whole lot larger, I think, for the Taiwan immediate. is a knockout punch for the Western world. Mm. 
because they are the number one maker of chips. China is number two. If China takes Taiwan, they dwarf everybody and you don't have chips for, you know, 80 percent of what we need chips for. Taiwan and and Ukraine are very interesting because they're kind of similar in the fact that those are American interests that will draw the United States into a larger war. I'll explain as quickly as I can. But the last time someone went after the middle part of Central Europe, uh, Ukraine, those other countries, the United States has gone to war to fight to make sure they don't control that area. Um, It's one of the largest resource areas in the world that can challenge the United States. If one that that, that's what brought us into World War One, World Mm -hmm. War Two. Mm-hmm. and the Cold War because of that. Mm-hmm. So that's a prelude to something larger. And Taiwan is the same thing. Whoever can, if China controls Taiwan, they're going to move on and, conti- and try to take over the Pacific. You and I that have, is U.S. interest. You and I have talked about this for years, mm. that the ground is being laid for World War III, the next global conflict. And we're seeing it right now. It is Ukraine and Taiwan. It's those two that are going to play, a, or I should say, Russia and China. That is the Axis power. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I think they think the time to do it is right now. And I, I, quite honestly, I think they're right. I have no. Do you have faith in the leadership at the uh, of the Pentagon? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I would not put my son in the military now. No way. No way do I want my son in the military. If that's the leadership, yeah. we'll get them killed, mm-hmm. get them killed. So I have no faith in the administration. I have no faith in the Pentagon. And I think Russia and China know that because they, they it's a, we are absolutely a paper tiger right now. Yeah. yeah. So Iran, one last thing. They're now saying they want a better deal than what Obama gave them. And remember, Obama just flew a whole bunch of money and landed it and, and put it on a pallet there at the airport for him. And gave them a deal that was time-gated so they can still pursue a bomb if they wanted to, while at the same time, do whatever they want with rocket technology, do whatever they want with funding all these different militias to overthrow countries like Hezbollah. Um, yeah, they want a better deal than that? That's insane. I, I, if I was the president, I would just step away from the negotiating table and then reinsert. But what is he going to do? Always, you know that's what they want. Uh, right after he became, uh, right after the election, he reassigned a, a large Iran, you know, table of diplomats to start pursuing the the deal again. It's, <laughs> it's like with it's friends, insane. with friends and presidents like this, who needs enemies? <laughs> Back in just a second. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, I love it when they put these Bill Barr commercials near the end of the program because it reminds me what is waiting in my dressing room uh, that I'm going to address immediately after the program. Uh, sure, I could go to the gym and work out. Sure. Any health nut would agree. That would be a good use of my time. Uh, but there's a reason they're called health nuts, right? Instead of going uh, to the gym, I'm going to go eat a Bill Bar, maybe two, because they taste like a candy bar. Uh, I'm told they're actually healthy for me, maybe not in the volume that I eat them in, uh, but they are made with 100% real chocolate. They taste like a candy bar. They really do. They're high in protein and fiber, low in fat and carbs. I've tasted other protein bars and other health bars. They're awful. They taste like Dow Chemical, 
with a bunch of sand with it. This is a Built Bar. Built Bar is a candy bar that's good for you. Use the promo code BEC15, get 15% off your order. Use the promo code BEC15, 15% off at Built.com. That's Built.com. Head over to the web address shop.blazemedia.com huh. where you can find the Let's Shop. Go Brandon t-shirt. Save 20% with the code GLEN20. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, we, we uh, premiered the song Sad Little Man on this program by Five Times August, a listener of ours. It's really good if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, you can find it on uh, you can find it on YouTube or you know Apple Music. Sad little man by Five Times August. Uh, Fauci didn't like it, and uh, now YouTube has hidden it. You have to actually know exactly where to find it, uh, and they've hidden it. And uh, Five Times August just tweeted: If Fauci was ever to hear my song "Sad Little Man" and criticize it, I would just respond back with. You're not really criticizing the song. You're criticizing all music because I represent all music. <laughs> That's a good point. It is. It is. That's a good point. It is. It's good. So let me ask you this. Yeah. You said earlier on the show mm-hmm. that you have not been. Don't hold me responsible for what I said maybe 20 minutes ago. Well, I mean, you said all sorts of things on the <laughs> yeah. show, like the wrong address <laughs> to sell your own merch. It's glenbeckmerch.com. I think that's right now. Yes, it, it, it is, is set right. up. Glenbeckmerch.com. The code is a uh, Glen twenty. That makes sense. 20%. That's much better. But beyond that, yes. more important items mm. here. Mm. You said you were more optimistic than you've been in the last fifteen years. Yes. Now there's a couple of things associated with that. I want to ask you about. <laughs> I think I know what the first one is. Is Oh, no. Yeah, because whenever you have optimism, it means we're in for the darkest days of the Republic. Uh, So we know something terrible is about to happen whenever you're optimistic. So that's one. That hasn't happened, though, since 2008. And before that, it was 2001. So... Yeah, you, uh, it's true. Just <laughs> yeah. all the major events of the past right. 20 years okay. or so. All right. But you said you were more optimistic. Is it because of things like this where people are stepping up and saying, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So here's so here's what I've been thinking. Um, and I started feeling this way last week. And I, I want to share it with you because I think it's a good thing. Um, uh, for the last 20 years, I've done this job. And then with an exception of the Tea Party, nothing really happened. And then the Tea Party kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't see action. And and I've. And I didn't know what to expect or what kind of action would work at this point. I, you know, I, I kind of came to the conclusion my job isn't to lead you to happy places. My job is just to be a warning. I'm like a Claxton, you know, <laughs> that it was like, oh, God, turn him off, man. Um, so the, my job is to warn. And it has really been difficult to warn and then see so few people actually take action or look at it and go yep that sounds like it's gonna happen and then it happens and they're like see you were right (laughs) yeah yeah and i didn't know what to do um except warn i will tell you i am seeing real movement in people and not just our audience evil has exposed itself so clearly 
And uh, the Democrats have exposed themselves on what their real agenda is so clearly that a lot of people and it's coupled with, you know, like in 2008, I was talking about things that were coming and then it would take a few years before it came. Now it's kind of like, hey, this great reset thing, it looks bad next day. Great reset. Here it is. Yeah. You know, it's all stacking on top. It's all stacking on top of each other and it's happening faster and faster. And so people are seeing it right away and they're standing up and you're seeing them standing up in the arts. You're seeing them standing up. Parents are standing up in very uncomfortable ways. People at work are actually saying, go ahead, fire me or I'm going to go take another job. They're not folding. They're not folding. And that's really a good sign because it's not going to get easier from here. You know, I've been saying for a while, you've got to stand up now because it's it's going to get harder and harder to stand up. They're going to make it more difficult and more painful for you to stand up. So you got to stand up now. Uh, and, you know, that's uh, the, the next thing that I'm really looking for is will people take their money out of these big banks because just this audience would send a massive message. If just this audience said, I'm no longer doing business with you, Citibank or JP Morgan chase uh, or Wells Fargo, and I'm pulling my deposits out and I'm canceling my credit cards and I'm moving it over to this local bank. And the reason why I'm leaving you is because you're part of this ESG nonsense. Mm. I also think that BlackRock, which seemed invincible to me just a few months ago, I think they're going to be exposed at such a level that I think they're going to collapse. I think they're going to be, I think there's trouble real trouble with this great reset build back better i think it's it's going to be exposed in the next year in such a way that people will stand up i'm hoping as often as the case your optimism is collapse which is <laughs> always something no no they're collapsing <laughs> yes, it is, they're collapsing course. on their own arrogance right i mean obviously i i there are so many policies and bad outcomes associated with these places that it's it's great to find another alternative and you've pointed out a lot of times that it's you know m- maybe in your local bank right something that's just some some sane some it's easy to find a local bank that is sane yeah that is sane that is that they are they do not want ESG to go through because they know that they will not have the money to comply to the new regulations and all of the mm-hmm. reporting so ESG, part of that is the central banks and the big banks trying to collapse the small banks. So all of the money has to go through them. The, the other part of this I think is interesting is how the administration currently is going after some, someone like Coinbase, which is you know a, a cryptocurrency exchange. And that Coinbase wants to basically say, hey, you can go into these stable coins which are just like a, a cryptocurrency version uh that's e- that is equal to a dollar and it always remains mm-hmm. equal to a dollar so there's not like the typical re- bitcoin is way down over mm-hmm. the past couple of days you don't have to deal with that right it's just it's just y- using cryptocurrency in that way the rates the interest rates on these accounts and this is all over the place already 
you know, eight, 10%, six, seven, eight, 10% on your money without risk, right? I mean, of course, there's always risk in anything, but without any large risk from a major institution that has all sorts of capital behind it. And they want to give people the opportunity to clearly outcompete what banks are offering. Correct. And the, the administration is stopping them. And they're saying, no, we're going to sue you if you go through with just offering your own customers interest on the money that they invest with you. We're stopping you from doing that. And so now the only place you can get that stuff is from uh, there's other companies that are just going for it and risking the uh, situation, which is always a little bit more. You, you want someone who's going to be able to disrupt without breaking any rules Correct. and getting in trouble. Correct. So uh, you want that. And Coinbase is trying to do it. And they've been honest with the government yep. in every dealing. Yep. And they still are trying to screw them because I think they're they're onto what you're onto, which is people are going to pull their money out. If they, can, they already are. Look, here's what happened to Bitcoin this weekend. They're pulling their money out of Bitcoin this weekend because the market took such a nosedive last week. Yeah. There are people that are buying things on the mark in the market on margin and they're putting all their money in Bitcoin. So when their margin calls come, they've got to take their money out of Bitcoin and put it into the market for their losses. Right. Uh, and that's what happened. And you buy in the dip on that um uh but there's something else going on with bitcoin both good and bad on cryptocurrency and next year one of the topics that you're going to learn about as we learn with you is the metaverse um the metaverse is real it is it is the matrix without the pod it's the matrix with you just putting yourself in the pod if you will um but make no mistake it is the matrix and they want everybody to live in the matrix because why go to work? Why go someplace when you can do it virtually and you don't have to worry about, you know, building things on new land. You don't have to cut down a tree. You don't have to have any carbon emissions getting there. I mean, it's crazy stuff, um, but uh, that is coming. And because of that, a Bitcoin kind of thing has got to be part of it. This is on the bad side. This is why you are seeing the vaccine passports. The vaccine passports are not about the vaccine. It is about getting you used to having a digital ID because you need a digital ID for the metaverse. So it's going to just seamlessly uh, go in. The other thing that concerns me about Bitcoin is Jack left from uh, Twitter and he left with, you know, he's like, hey, have fun. Here's Stalin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that, well, that was his official statement. Yeah, was which his official I thought statement. was a little odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. have you thought fun. I was Here's bad. Stalin and tweet. Here's Stalin. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, so he left, but he left because he wanted to get into cryptocurrency. And he's been a big crypto guy for a long time, long to time. be fair. He's long been time. there no, a no, long no, time. No, 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 I know that. Yeah. I know that. But he's been an investor and he's been talking about crypto and a believer in cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. But now he wants to do something with cryptocurrency, which makes me very nervous. Mm -hmm. When you get when there is something that is good, for instance, we were all told, get out of media, go online. You belong online when when it was a joke to do a podcast, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Nobody did a podcast uh, and they kicked us out of mainstream media. So we developed our own empire. 
Then when we became effective and they realized, oh, crap, they're now way ahead of us in programming on the Internet. Uh, gee, what are they trying to do? They're trying to hobble us and they're in charge of all of it. So I warn or I'm, I'm worried about people like Jack coming in and getting involved now deeply with the metaverse and Bitcoin and things like that. Are they going to come in and entangle that with a bunch of government stuff knowingly to be able to control things like Bitcoin? I don't think you can control Bitcoin, but things like Bitcoin. So it's under their control as well, because you have to control the money. If you can get if you have people that can spend their money how they want, when they want, where they want, you don't have you don't have control over people. You've got to control that. It's true. It's why crypto is such a threat and yes. why they're trying to do so much yes. to hurt it. But yeah, you, you know, there's two ways to fight something, right? You could fight it by trying to shut it down. You could fight it by getting involved and mm-hmm. and changing the way it develops. Mm-hmm. And certainly he'd be at he'd be one of the head uh-huh. seats uh-huh. for something like that. Um, all right. Back in just a minute. Let me tell you about Goldline. Gold. Uh, there is something going on with gold and that. You, I'll probably talk about a little bit tomorrow, um, but there is something going on with gold. I think uh, more countries are, I think the price of gold is going to go through the roof at some point. I think what's happening right now, uh, Ireland, I think over the summer started buying gold, but they didn't say anything about it. I think it's Singapore started buying lots of gold. And they didn't announce it. They didn't want anybody to know about it. What people are doing is they're selling their dollars and they're starting to put it into gold outside of the China-Russia connection. Now it's starting to happen in Asia and in the West. Um, That's a bad sign for the dollar, but something has to rebalance things. Uh, And I'll go into it uh, probably on tomorrow's program, but... Uh, do not be fooled by the lack of movement with gold or the gold price going down. Big moves are being made by sovereign funds. Something's up. Anyway, gold or silver, excellent hedge against inflation uh, or worse, hyperinflation. And I want you to call Goldline to find out how you can protect your portfolio. If you have a 401k Uh, or an IRA, you can actually put 10% into gold and you should protect it in as many ways as you possibly can. Gold is off. uh, Goldline is now offering a free two ounce silver maple flex bar with qualifying purchases of $5 gold Indians. These are the coins I own for many reasons. Ask them at Goldline why I own gold coins and silver coins. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Alrighty. Hey, did you hear that Bob Dole died this weekend? I did. Oh, sad. I mean, you forget he became such a political figure, and most people. Oh, remember the guy him was from, a massive hero. Yeah, people remember him running for president and losing. Uh, yeah, but he really was an incredible uh, hero in the war. I mean, I don't mean any disrespect, but my first when I saw that, I was like, 
he was still alive. Yeah. I mean, he was 98. Yeah, 98. 98. But, you know, he would go and he would sit at the World War II Memorial, which probably wouldn't happen if he wasn't, if he didn't push it through. Um, uh, He used to sit at the World War II Memorial and just welcome vets. I didn't know that. I just think that's so great. That's fantastic. Yeah, just fantastic. What a guy. Um, The other uh, related to this as well, uh, the uh, Edward Seamus uh passing away he was the band of brothers the last band of brothers officer died at 99 years old but the greatest anecdote of all time is stuck in his obituary he was the first member of the 101st to enter dachau um just a few days after its liberation when germany this is a quote from his op, uh, from his uh from his uh, obituary when germany surrendered ed and his men of easy company entered hitler's eagle's nest mm. first just that is cool. I, incredible where Ed managed to acquire a few bottles of cognac, a label indicating they were for, quote, the Fuhrer's use only. Later, he would use the cognac to toast his oldest son's bar mitzvah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. Hey, another great one. Navy vet Ira Schwab. He's 101. Go fund me. People got together and they gave him a trip to Pearl Harbor for the anniversary. Awesome. This is the Glenn Beck program.